What's so fantastic about a PLN is it keeps great teachers in the classroom Mm -hmm. because it's support network, but it's a friendship first rather than this colleague thing. And it's a safe place for you to talk about life and, you know, professional things and to just up your own game and and be better than you were before. So it's a win-win. I mean, it really doesn't take much effort and it's fun. This is Gretchen Bridgers, my friend and fellow podcaster from the Always a Lesson Empowering Educators podcast. In celebration of the 10th episode of the Burned In Teacher podcast, I've invited her on for the next few episodes to discuss several important topics surrounding teacher burnout. We're excited to call this series the Always a Burned In Lesson series. She and I have similar experiences as you'll find in the next couple of episodes. And our goal for this collaboration is that you will hear one of us share our experiences and you'll hear something that you can take away with you to apply to your teaching life to help you to beat that burnout. So let's get started with episode 10 of the Burned In Teacher podcast and episode one in the Always a Burned In Lesson series with Gretchen Bridgers. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher podcast. I'm Amber Harper, and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. Welcome to the show, Gretchen. I'm so excited for people to learn about you and I and our relationship and how we've gotten to know each other and how our passions and our visions are so, so similar for teachers. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I've been looking forward to our conversation for quite some time now, so I can't wait to just get to it. Well, Gretchen and I actually have a confession to make. We actually did this interview a couple of weeks ago, and I voxed her the next day, and I said, Gretchen, you're going to hate me, but... I think that we should redo it because we had so many different topics that we were only skimming the surface of that are so, so important and have been so impactful to you and I. So we decided that in celebration of the 10th episode of the Burn to Teacher podcast, we would start this series. So um, it'll be several episodes uh, about these different topics that we touched on a few weeks ago, but we really wanted for you all to to really hear the backstories to these topics because they're so, so important, just like these stories that we're hearing from all of you. So uh, Gretchen, you want to get us started a little bit on how it is that we met? Uh, A couple months ago, I believe, Corey Knight was on my show, the Always a Lesson Empowering Educators podcast. And gosh, maybe it's longer than that. Anyway, you guys had paths, your paths across too, because you did a guest post on his blog called the four tips of tech integration. I think it was, is that right? Yes. And he then through learning more about you was like, gosh, you remind me of Gretchen and I had just been on her show and yada, yada. And so then you tuned into my podcast and you're like, man, this does sound, you know, similar to what I'm doing and what I'm passionate about. And so you just reached out on Twitter. You just said, forget it. If she never responds, let's just see what happens. And I did. And I was just so thankful that you wanted to collaborate or get to know me or ask questions. And so I, you know, answered anything that you had. And then we just found so many commonalities. I was like, hey, are you on Voxer? It's just so much easier for me to chat and record now that I've got kids and I'm on the go. 
And so you downloaded that, got involved in Voxer, and now it's like almost every day where we just have our little check-ins and keeping each other accountable and having a good time getting to know each other. What's so perfect about what you just explained is like you're telling the story for me from my perspective (laughs) because we've talked about it so, so much and how wonderful it is. And one thing that you have said to me, Gretchen, I think it was one of the first conversations we had was that you hear what you need to hear when you need to hear it. And I really right. strongly believe that you also meet who you need to meet when you need to meet them. And oh, yes. what's so funny about how well you and I get along and how similar our views are on these topics that affect educators is that when I reached out to you on Twitter, I I was fangirling. And what's really funny <laughs> is that the first the first episode I ever listened was you interviewing Cole. And it was through Voxer. So I knew you Uh were on Voxer, but I felt like that would be kind of freaky for me to reach out to you (laughs) on Voxer. That's just maybe a little (laughs) bit more personal. Uh, So then I reached out on Twitter. I'm like, you know what? She is going to be way too busy uh, to mess with this new girl in podcasting. And, And so but you just reached out and then we got on Voxer. And it's just it's such a testament to, you know, how awesome educators are just wanting to connect and wanting to share their passion. So I'm just, I've told you this a million times. I'm so grateful for you. And you kind of become my edu podcaster mentor. You have, you've given so many great tips and I just really appreciate it. Oh, thanks so much. I appreciate everything you've done for me. Just being a sounding board as I'm got crazy life right now and you're cheering me on and helping me think through things. So I appreciate it. And we were even chatting before this recording and we were talking, just catching up really quick about some important people in your life and how you're getting direction. And it's funny how educators are so willing to help each other Mm -hmm. and hold hands and work through someone's dreams for them. It's not a competition. It's yes. How can I help you? How can I use my experience to gift you whatever knowledge base that you need? And so it's awesome when you reached out, I just felt like, hey, let's pay it forward. Let's see where this goes. And it ended up being mutually beneficial. And I didn't know that at the time. I just thought maybe I was helping you out. And that's what's so great. Like, don't hold back if you want to know someone or ask a question. Like, educators love one another and love helping each other. So I highly encourage you to do so. Absolutely. And that's sort of, you know, after I want I want you to talk a little bit about yourself, because your story is so similar to mine, but also different. Um, you have a little bit of a different path than me. But one thing that Gretchen, and I really want to touch on with all of you tonight, and, or today, whenever you're listening to this is how important professional learning networks are, and how just reaching out and asking a question can just set you on a path to greatness, and no matter what your journey is. So one uh, reason that we have decided to continue this collaboration and to create this series is because we have four topics that have really hit home to both of us that we both have similar paths on. So one of them is lack of mentorship. Um, And we really encourage you to find your own mentorship. And that's sort of what happened here with me, uh, with Gretchen, is that I didn't really have a podcasting mentor other than the people that I just listened to. But to have somebody to walk me through this and tell me their experiences is just gold. It's it's amazing. Um, The second thing is that those multiple seasons of burnout and trying to find the right fit for yourself and how 
every single burnout is different. And if you've listened to many episodes of the Burn and Teacher podcast, they have all been extremely different stories. And the way people choose to to deal with that burnout has been different. So that's something we want to hit on. And uh, the third one is to take a risk. Um, change is really scary. And and any change, you know, involves some sort of risk. So we definitely want to talk a little bit about that. And then, of course, how passionate we are about helping and serving teachers. So we have those four uh, topics that we really want to talk about. But before we dive into those things, we really need to get to know our guest, Gretchen. And so tell us a little bit about you <laughs> and what it is that you do. Sure. So I am Gretchen Schultek before I got married and then now I'm Gretchen Bridgers. And I taught in Title one for five years and I taught second, third, and fifth. I found my first season of burnout and I won't tell you that complete story at this time in my life and ended up switching locations to a suburban school with some more parental involvement, a different structure and leadership style. And that had um, really turned around. I was third grade teacher again. And this is where all my leadership started to happen. I was a cooperating teacher multiple times. I was starting to deliver PD to my staff and then also in the district. Um, I even got to follow and shadow my principal because I thought for sure I was going to do that. Welcome season number two of burnout, which again, I'll share that later. Um, But that kind of changed my goals and my trajectory. And so I started on the side working for the new teacher project called TNTP as a new teacher coach fell in love with it, renewed my spirit, was super excited to continue my journey in education. We use Doug Lamov's Teach Like a Champion techniques. Highly, highly recommend them for any experience level because they're simple techniques you can use that really drive a lot of engagement in your classroom. Um, And just, I guess, discipline and it's preventative, which is fantastic instead of trying to come up with all these systems for consequences and, and whatnot. So it's done great in our district for new teachers and I decided I was going to change ships and do that full time. And then I was kind of blogging at this. This is all kind of meshing together. I know, but I was blogging and I was realizing people weren't really reading anymore. They didn't have time. So I created an audio blog, which is a podcast. And so I started revving that up and now it's just exploded into consulting for schools and going to workshops and providing professional development to teachers and doing some virtual mentorship. I'm creating resources on Teachers Pay Teachers. I've got some webinars on my website, creating monthly newsletters of freebies and tips. So I've just become very busy and it's all evolved one thing after another. But, you know, my heart is in the classroom and I I learned I can still be a teacher without being in the classroom. And, And that for me was kind of a major aha moment. I thought you'd be there are or you aren't. And one thing that makes me who I am is I'm a teacher at heart. You want to tell people what an edupreneur is? Sure. You're an entrepreneur in education. So it's just the two words put together, you know, as a blogger and a podcaster and a resource creator and a PD provider and a teacher coach. It's like, how do you sum up all those things without having a 12 page resume? It's like, you know what? I am an education, but I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an edupreneur and I kind of do it all and I help you in any way I can use my background, my lessons learned to help each other. And it's been so great. And I'm glad to see even more teachers doing it because we all have so many different talents to help one another. And um, it's just been rewarding and motivating to open myself up to the possibility. 
That's amazing. I And I'm so glad you are because then you also get to be a mentor and a coach to people who are new edupreneurs like me. So <laughs> I'm so, so that appreciated that. All right. So Gretchen, I want to talk to you a little bit about what a PLN is um, and how you, if you're not finding anybody in your school, other types of places you can go to not just read a blog, not just listen to a podcast, but actually reach out and find somebody to talk to and bounce ideas off of and learn from. So uh, back to the the experience that I had with Corey, um, Corey Knight, who is actually going to be a guest on the podcast very soon. Um, he actually, I've never met him face to face and he lives in the county over from me. So it's really, oh, he does? I didn't know that. yeah, yeah. He lives pretty close to me. He works in a school district, not very far away. And he reached out to me one day and asked if I would blog for him. And so, and I was super flattered. I'd never been asked to guest post on anybody's blog before. And I was really, really flattered. And I was especially flattered when I got onto his website um, and and saw all of his amazing resources. Uh, So I went ahead and posted for him. And then he and I chatted back and forth on Twitter a little bit. And um, not only then did I get to uh, read all of his awesome uh, resources on his blog, but I got to know him as a teacher. And actually, he's a very respected teacher in his district. Um, and so now I've all of a sudden, just through Twitter, through posting things, um, I had this person reach out to me. And now I have this other person in my PLN that I can easily go to to answer or to ask rather any question that I have about tech integration in the classroom because that's what he's known for. So do you want to tell us a little bit about a time um, that you have reached out to someone virtually um, and built your professional learning network? Yeah, so I was going to start right there. PLN, Professional Learning Network. If you're like, what? Does she keep talking about that acronym? Education is full of acronyms, by the way. You might as well just make a cheat sheet. But (laughs) what's so great about this is I'll tell you a little bit about one of the seasons of burnout. And it was because I was in a building that was toxic. And I thought, God, everyone in the world hates education because that's what I was surrounded with. Until I learned of Twitter. And I was like, wow, all these people love education. And I learned that through Twitter chats. And we're going to get into that at a later episode. But what's so great about that is virtually I had these friends and these educators who were on fire for education like I was, even though those I was with every single day weren't. And it kind of saved my joy and my passion for teaching. And through that, I was able to ask them questions about techniques they were using in the classroom or ask them about you know, protocols in their buildings. I I couldn't understand why certain schools were laid out certain ways or what requirements were and what have you. And just watching them respond and share their knowledge base, it just helped me grow and helped me think from a new perspective. And now I respect so many more people. And so I absolutely cannot recommend enough finding your own PLN. You can make it. And your PLN could be two people. I mean, we call it like a mini mastermind, but it doesn't have to be this whole horde of people. It could just be find one person that you look up to in education that you want to learn from and reach out to them and just ask them, you know, how did you get to where you are? Or I have this question, what what do you think about it? And educators are so willing to help. I'm sure they'll get back to you right away. What's so fantastic about a PLN is it keeps great teachers in the classroom mm-hmm. because it's a support network 
but it's a friendship first rather than this colleague thing. And it's a safe place for you to talk about life and, you know, professional things and to just up your own game and, and be better than you were before. So it's a win-win. I mean, it really doesn't take much effort and it's fun. And at the end of the day, you're looking at yourself thinking, God, I'm so blessed to be surrounded by such amazing people. They make me a better version of me. Yeah, I 100% agree. I actually wrote about uh, my experiences with a professional learning network back in July or August. It, it must have been August because it was the year anniversary of the Washington DC Innovator Academy that I was so, mm-hmm. so honored to be a part of a year ago. And I, you mentioned that it doesn't take much effort, but I have to say it does take a little effort. It takes effort on your part to say, Again, being your own hero, taking control and saying, I do not have anyone that is inspiring me to be better, or I am not having anybody who mm-hmm. is supporting me here within my own building. And unfortunately, it really does happen too often than it should. So it does take you saying, right. I am going to go somewhere where I can find somebody. And I've heard a lot of people say, yeah, I have a Twitter account, but mm, I don't really check it because they look at it as another, just another social media platform. And in my experience, and Gretchen, I would love for you to share yours too. I only use Twitter for education. I I only use it for my PLN. I don't follow anybody except for my um, edu heroes. (laughs) And um, one of them, by the way, is going to be a guest soon. And I'm so excited. Um, Because again, I just reached out and just asked because the, the worst thing that can happen is they say no. And I've had a couple people that have just said, I'm sorry, I would love to. I don't have time. I, I totally understand it. And I use Facebook for, I do have a burden and teacher Facebook page. And that is where my, you know, our, my private private group is. But I do have, that's where I do my personal connection, you know, with family and friends from all over. So, uh, so do you have the similar, a similar way that you use Twitter as well, Gretchen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really only use Twitter for the Twitter chats, which are Mm -hmm. just they have all different kind of topics at different times during the week that you can log in and someone's moderating the chat. And basically, they type in a question as a tweet and then everyone responds. And then you have to make sure you have a hashtag with your answer. So it all comes to one place and you can watch the whole discussion happen. And just really reading everybody else's responses. And there, yeah, you're absolutely right. There are a lot of times where I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is so smart. Or, oh, my goodness. I'm going to that website or I'm going to try that app. And it's just, it's just the best place. You don't, like you said, you don't even have to participate, but in a way you are participating because you're taking something away, which is what they are meant to do. Um, so yeah, the Facebook can get a little negative. And so Twitter's like a great place for me to just find uplifting people who are not giving up when it's a hard day. And that just makes me feel better. Yeah. It's, you're absolutely right. Um, the other thing that we kind of wanted to share with you is this Voxer app. So Voxer, mm-hmm. if you've never heard of it before, it's a virtual walkie-talkie. Is Am I explaining that the best way that I possibly could? Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. So Gretchen and I use Voxer regularly, and it's just a voice recording, and you get a little notification. It's just like a couple little bleeps, and then you hear the message. You can also text back and forth on it as well, but it's just kind of nice because you can carry on a conversation and answer each other's questions. And like I said, carry on that conversation for for days, but you just answer when you can. And then whenever you have a question, you you vox your friend and then they answer back. And it's just, I find it a lot quicker and more convenient than texting. 
Totally. And I'm glad you mentioned the when you can part because you had even said one time in a conversation, you said, you know, I'm so sorry to keep asking you all these questions or I know you got things to do today. And I'm like, don't you worry about it because if I'm busy, I won't listen to it at that time or I'll get back to you whenever it's convenient for me. So that's what's great. It's like kind of like leaving a quick voicemail while you're walking around or doing chores or working out or driving in the car and it, you don't have to read and type and all that stuff. So it's real quick and personal because you hear each other's voice and mm-hmm. a great just quick way to catch up um and so i i'm i'm in love with it because you can also do group chats there's tons of great groups on voxer as well that you can follow and and talk about different things with whatever the group's purpose is and that has been another great place i do get somewhat overwhelmed because there, if you're in a really large group the messages just keep coming so i suggest when you're getting started find one person to just you know figure it out and and you know find your flow and then dive into a group Absolutely. And there have even been times where I have been working on a blog post or uh, editing a podcast or, you know, just kind of thinking through the whole, my whole edupreneur experiences. And I've, you know, asked Gretchen questions on the fly and she answers back and it's just such a helpful answer. Um, So, you know, I'm thinking like as you're planning lessons or units of study or, you know, whatnot, if you are collaborating with someone across the country, it can be so helpful to to have their input and it saves. It doesn't just disappear. Um, it right. will after after a lot of voxes. It doesn't save them forever. <laughs> but um, I so far, I haven't had a time where I couldn't go back and re-listen to some. But I also want to mention too, I use something similar with some of my WDC innovator friends. Um, it's called Marco Polo. And oh yeah, what is, is that? Tell me. It's the same thing as Voxer. It's just video messages. So it's a video oh, okay. walkie-talkie. So and. And I just I like that too because I like face value. And now some people are not comfortable right. with being on video, so I totally understand why they would like Voxer better. But we I use Marco Polo the same way. I was Marco Poloing the other night right before bed with one of my friends um, from from WDC, and it's just we were just chatting about our passions and our frustrations and some of the goals that we had, and it was like quick PLN right before bed. So it was yeah, really, I love really that. Fun. I'm gonna have to download it. Yeah, it's really, really fun. So that's going to be all for episode 10 of Always a Burned In Lesson series with Gretchen Bridgers. But tune in next week when we talk more about burnout and our experiences. Gretchen has quite a few experiences with this, just like I did. They were a little different. And I can't wait for you to hear how it is that she decided to continue to grow as an educator and eventually an edupreneur. Thanks so much. I can't wait to talk to y'all and for episode number two. All right. See you then. Oh my goodness. So, so excited about this conversation and upcoming conversations between Gretchen and I for this Always a Burned In Lesson series. So just a few tips from today and takeaways is number one, don't be afraid to reach out. When I first started teaching back in 2007, professional learning networks were really just looked at as your grade level in your school. And As you know from hearing my story, I did not have a professional learning network that was really strong in supporting me and my ideas. And I thought that was it for me. I didn't even consider going to another grade level because I was afraid of hurting other people's feelings and getting them mad at me. But that philosophy has changed through the internet and all of the different social media platforms that are out there. In my experience with Gretchen, 
I was worried that she would be too busy and that she would think, I don't know who this is and I don't have time for her, but that wasn't the case at all. And even though I was afraid that she would say no and that really is the worst thing that could happen, I reached out to her anyway. So don't be afraid to just find somebody that inspires you on Twitter or Facebook or any other social media platform and just reach out and ask them a question. And that brings me to my second point. There are so many platforms for the potential for you to build a professional learning network. There's, of course, Twitter. Then there's Voxer and Marco Polo. Those are excellent ways for you to connect with those people that you have met on social media. I, of course, can't say enough also about the plethora of Facebook groups that are out there to support teachers. I'm a member of several of them. And of course, you know that you have the Burned In Teacher private Facebook group that you can always come to ask for support. We're here to hear your struggles and your challenges and to offer support in any way that you need. To join the group and the conversation, go to facebook.com slash groups slash Burned In Teacher and request to join. Something that makes the Burned In Teacher Facebook group so special is that each week when I have a new guest on the podcast, I invite them to join us for the Burned In Teacher Live that happens every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this week is no different. So if you join the group, you'll be able to have a special invitation to hear Gretchen talk more in depth about professional learning networks and her story and to hear extra advice and tips from her. And trust me, she has a lot of excellent advice to give. So one more point I want to give to you before we leave is that PLNs do not just have to help you to be a better teacher. Okay, they can build your morale, your confidence and your connection with others. And who knows, you might make a lasting lifetime friend like I feel like I have in Gretchen. So I really encourage you to think about social media in a different way if your opinion of it has been soured because it can really be an encouraging and inspiring place that can help you to beat that burnout. That's it for this week's episode of the Burned In Teacher Podcast. Until next week, take a deep breath. You are your own hero. And you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on. If you want to be updated on the latest Burned In Teacher podcast episodes, don't forget to subscribe to the Burned In Teacher podcast on Google Play or iTunes. Also, please consider leaving a review and leave a rating so that other teachers who are feeling the burnout can find this podcast to help them feel supported as they continue their journey out of burnout. Thanks so much.